Hey guys, Nanman here. We're going to be doing another modern meta breakdown since it's Thursday. Got the mic a little bit closer because I know some people were saying, hey, it's a little quiet, trying to do some adjustments, seeing how it works out for you. Let me know if it's too loud, too quiet again, and I'll, you know, do the best I can to keep working things out. Um, I really appreciate all the support you guys have been given for the series that we've been doing since we've been showcasing lots of different decks over these couple of weeks. We're in more than a couple weeks now. So we've been going for almost two months now, I think. So I really appreciate the support. A lot of people are suggesting different decks to do. We've been bouncing around, showcasing different things, and I love the suggestions people are doing. So here's some of the stuff people have been coming up with, um, at least recently within the last couple of weeks. So you can see, boom, lots and lots of stuff to, to people want to be uh, hearing about. How about Affinity? Robots get no love. I don't know, can you do one on Dredge, Madcap Imperium, taking turns, Elves. So, what are we going to do this week? And I think this is going to be what our continual thing is. Um, based on everybody's suggestions, what people really want to hear next is kind of how we're going to be gearing things. So, you guys might figure it out. Well, actually, if you're watching, you probably saw the title. You know, all of you guys knowing the title, knowing what the video is going to be. That's right. How about elves, guys? Elves, please. We've been waiting for it. Let's let's get some elves talk going. So we're going to do kind of talk three different decks, if you will, for tonight. So it might be a little bit longer for tonight. I don't know. We'll see how how, how long-winded I get because you guys know I do like to talk. So um, I wanted to showcase uh, old-school elves, if you will. You can see like up here the date pretty much a year ago. So some of the sideboard stuff might not be as relevant, um, but did want to highlight this as a version that some people could opt to run because it does still exist. It's you know definitely something people could opt for. This is kind of known as combo elves, um, something that people could opt for. The elf decks in general are going to be very creature-based decks. You know, 29 creatures is probably the lowest number of creatures that you're going to see from an elf player. They tend to be between that 29, 35, 36 range, uh, depending on how you want to go about things, because you don't have to run very many lands, because a lot of your elves generate mana. You also have access um, to lands that might generate, you know, more than one amount of green available to you, like Shrine to Nyx or things like that. So what makes this deck so interesting um, is not only does it have all the basic elves that you might expect to see here um, like Azuri here a renegade leader cost three that's the other thing with the elves three is kind of the cap out for most of these unless they're gonna ramp up into something big uh, like crater hoof behemoth even Emrakul is an option and those you'll see a lot in this sort of elf deck maybe the regular one might throw a crater hoof or something like that in there but the big ramp combo style will ramp into something big like that or they can just hey i'm gonna make infinite elves or you know do things like that so um azuri this list is only running one of you know two is fine you can even push up more than that depending on how you want to feel um cost three cost one green to regenerate target elf or you can pay five two and three green elf creatures you control get plus three plus three and gain trample so basically overrun for your whole team because pretty much everything on your team are elves um now that is an activated ability you can do during either player's turn does not uh 
does not need to be tapped in order to do that. So a little uh, aspect with that, um, you know. So that's the big old baddie to help go when you're going wide, kind of thing. Um, we have the what you'd expect to see, you know, that early mana dork type elf out there. Uh, Arbor Elf is the one to go for for this version here. Untap Elf, you know, Land of War Elves is also in here. You can see, bam, tap for a green. Cool. Um, makes a lot of sense that you'd have him in here. The other mana dork um, is our Heritage Druid, which is essential for this combo. Um, cost one for one, one, but you can tap three untapped elves you control and add three to your mana pool. Three forests, three green easy peasy um also have ways to kind of do some fun interactions with our nettle sentinel and those two kind of work really well together um doesn't untap during its control it's on tap step but whenever you play a green spell guess what you're gonna untap it so using him and uh using our our heritage druid we can generate a lot of mana pretty quickly there um so there's our kind of ramp abilities for this deck the other aspect of it, Elvish Visionary, pretty important. Draw a card off him, so it works out pretty well, um, helping you kind of assemble some combo stuff. Eternal Witness, get something back from the graveyard. Same thing for our Looming Shaman. Um, the graveyard synergy is important. You'll see, okay, you've got two non-elves in this deck with Eternal Witness and our Looming Shaman. Um, Eternal Witness, take a card from your graveyard, add it to your hand. So, Looming Shaman costs 3 for a 3-2. When he enters the battlefield, target player shuffles any number of target cards from his or her graveyard into his or her library. Now, you have ways to sack certain creatures in your deck, and we'll talk about that very soon. So, you might want to get those back in your deck. So, uh, do have that sort of aspect to it. There is another creature in here. Um, our Elf Warrior, Dwinans, I always pronounce that wrong elite here cost two for a two two but when you enter the battlefield you get a one one green elf creature token so it generates a token um this combo deck can gen generate infinite tokens so that is one way to kind of win um essence warden is in this whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control gain one light so like i said you can generate infinite elf tokens you can gain infinite life essentially off of that so there is that aspect uh, to keep in mind. So now that you you know, hey, I can gain infinite life with this deck, maybe it makes people want to play it more. I can make infinite number of tokens? Sweet, that sounds fun. Uh, but how do you go about doing this? How do you make all this stuff? We know that you can kind of cheat out extra mana kind of thing, but there's two main cards in there that help you do that. Uh, and that's our Cloudstone here and our Evolutionary Leap. So Cloudstone costs three. Whenever a non-artifact permanent comes into play under your control, you may return another permanent you control. Again, you may do this. You don't have to. Uh, return another permanent you control that shares a permanent type with that to its owner's hand. Cool. Well, here's this creature. Going to enter the battlefield. I can choose to return another creature. All right. So I can choose to return my Elvish Visionary and play him again and you know return him and draw continue to sit here and draw your whole deck off of it um the other thing is with your evolutionary leap sack creature reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card put that card into your hand the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order so again you can sit there and generate all of these elves gain all this life sack off basically draw into 
a Zuri or you know you have a way to kill him off a shaman in the pack post board kind of thing so um quarter callings in here summoners pack in here basically these are used to mainly find a heritage druid because that is the whole engine for this deck if you do not have the heritage druid to generate your three mana um you're not going to be able to make anything work it also you know heritage druid and nelson will have that great combination there because uh, every time you're tapping it to generate the three mana you're going to be playing an elf so you're going to be untapping that sentinel so you're going to be able to again tap him to make three mana like it's that nice little combination there and of course you've got that whole bounce creature kind of thing if you if you will all right i'll bounce now i'm playing this cool i'll be able to replay my elite here's another elf token here's another creature that i can use to tap with heritage druid to make a mana and it just kind of can snowball out of control um so this is kind of the more old school combo version of the deck um the, i'll talk very briefly about the lands and very briefly about the sideboard for the combo because again this is a year old a lot of the lists that you'll see running around magic online running around um the classics running around the open circuit are not the combo elf version so we're going to go and talk about kind of two different versions of elves that are more prevalent in the meta. Um, but you can see it's got access to the forest, horizon canopies in there, access to white mana for some sideboard stuff. Pretty nice. Also, you can draw a card off it. You know, overgrown tomb, access to um, black mana so you can be able to play Shaman of the Pack, maybe some other black cards there, one temple garden, and then just some fetch lands. I mean, you really don't have to have that many, again, because... Uh, Arbor Elf because of um, Llanowar Elves and once you get the Heritage Druid combo up and running you're all set um, but again like some solid stuff Spell Skites for Extra Revoker sometimes you'll see like a Spell Skite main board from time to time but these are kind of go-to stuff again we talked about having access to white cards Burton Forge Tenders in there Rex Sage is a great one to have in the sideboard. Also as an elf, so you get that bonus. Scavenging Ooze, nice. Shaman of the Pack I talked about as a way to win. Uh, once you sit there and you generate infinite number of elves, well, I'm just going to play Shaman of the Pack and you're going to lose life equal number of elves I, I control. So some people used to run it main board for, for this combo version. Some just prefer it sideboard. You know, you have Thragtusk in there. This is a pretty cool one. Whenever a creature dies, you can draw a card. So again, works with that evolutionary leap you're stacking a creature well you can draw two cards essentially off of it and really just cycle through things extra cords uh, because you kind of have so many creatures in the in the board you can find something up pretty easily kataki's in there malira's in there basically how you need those toolbox cards so that's the combo one wanted to kind of highlight that initially quickly try to go over it in a little bit of detail um you know there are ways to stop this essentially you can attack these pieces here um go for the artifact and enchantment removal kind of shut that down shuts down their engine a little bit of being able to bounce and replay stuff um the other thing is targeting is the creatures individually um you know this um uh, heritage druid is the mana engine in the deck so if you can get rid of that you have a lot less to worry about um, and this one you can see is more focused on that and has a lot less of that kind of beat down go face style. So it's not going to have all these like 
giving elves plus one, the champions, things like that. So that's that's a good way to stop this combo deck if you run into it. Again, those kind of it's a go wide strategy, if you will. Plays a lot of these mana dorks here, ramps up into stuff. So if you can crumble those creatures before he gets going, that's a great way to stop this version of it. All right, two more elves to talk about here. Here's kind of just a simple green white version of it. Um, I wanted to showcase the Self of Spirit as the first card to see in it because that is a main board card available. Now you see the number of creatures has also gone up in this list. Spells has gone down. Don't need those artifacts. Don't need those enchantments in there. And it is set up as a aggro based deck, if you will. Creature based deck. All about that kind of go wide strategy. Not really focused on any pierce aspect which you know once we get to that affinity talk one of these weeks you'll learn a little bit more about that but there's a lot more of those champions available in this list like you can see some of the names of cards that stick out to you from from previously the mystics the visionaries the elite they're cool heritage druids in there nettle sentinel awesome Let's talk a little bit about the other cards that were not in the previous list. So Azuri here, a Renegade Leader, you can see that's jumped up to three now because that's the big way to win in this deck, in this version. Um, just the straight up green white version like this is just, hey, I'm going to overrun my team. They all get plus three, plus three and trample. And I'm just going to swing in, turn all my guys sideways, and you're not going to have enough guys to block and you're just going to die. Simple and easy. Um, you see a couple of toolbox creatures in here, Selfless Spirit main board, Reclamation Sage main board, Spellskite, and Phyrexian Revoker main board. By having the Collected Company, by having Court of Calling, you have those access to extra stuff, some nice things that you might need to find. Um, and having the Collected in there that the last list didn't allows you to run more creatures because you're going to be hitting stuff off them, get some more advantage there. Um, so the other creatures to talk about besides like our mystics and stuff like that that we've already talked about how this sort of ramp strategy works you get elvish arch druid in here which is a sweet champion if you will um lord of the elves cost three for a two two other elf creatures you control get plus one plus one and you can tap add green to your mana pool for each elf you control so that's another great ramp strategy on top of championing your elves and, and buffing up your elves um elvis champions also in the list not as many in here because hey mirror matchup hey you're playing infect it also has that asset as aspect to it other elf creatures you control or sorry other elf creatures get plus one plus one and have forest walk not just ones you control so there is that little aspect to it um so you know Extra ways to give plus one, plus ones in case you can't get your Azuri out yet. Just, hey, I'm swinging in with these two twos, these three threes constantly every turn. You're going to eventually get run over by the sheer volume of creatures I have because it's very easy for me to play my couple Mystic, Visionary. All right, cool. Here's a Nettle Sentinel. Awesome. Heritage Druid. Okay, Collected Company. Elvis Champion. Boom, boom, boom. And just really start running over. Um, so that's kind of the aspect of this version of it. Is really go wide. Play a lot of creatures. And just constantly be coming at you. Generate some mana. Dump its hand kind of thing. So if you can stem the tide. And deal with that. Anger of the Gods. Those board wipe effects. 
work amazingly and you have a better chance of surviving as the game goes longer if they have you know played all their stuff and you've been able to destroy it those wrath effects things like that but as the game draws on and you're not able to deal with any of the creatures you're gonna die like the trample effects azuri here it's not a one-time thing you can get enough mana that you can say all right i'm going to overrun twice with azuri you know here's 10 mana that i've been able to generate from my um shrine to nyx here nick those shrine to nyx because you can get it based on your devotion all of your guys are generating lots of green mana as is just from their devotion you've also got access to mystics in here you've also got access to those heritage druids so you're gonna have lots of mana to just go well all right it's gone on long enough i've survived you've tried to kill off my stuff it's not working all right here's double pump essentially everything gets plus six plus six swing in kill you like you have to be aware of the creatures to kill in this and it's much harder to go for that single target stuff for this version um, because it's not really relying on the combo. Um, and you can see there's essentially, we've got Azuri in here, can regenerate elves. So you have to be careful if you're going for that single target stuff because it only costs three to play him. Chances are you're going to be able to regenerate something off him. Um, but really, if you can get rid of the Archdruid early, before Azuri comes out, you're going to be in a pretty good spot. You know, great way to ramp. Like we talked about, hey, add a green for each elf you control. Essentially the same thing Shrine to Nyx does, but it's on a, a guy. So, and it puff, uh, bumps up all of your other elves by giving it plus one, plus one. So, pretty scary. Again, those kind of board wipe effects work out really well against this. Anger of the Gods, Wrath of God, Damnation. That sort of stuff is, is kind of how you want to tackle this deck. Um, it's very hard to race this deck in a creature-based strategy because they go so wide it's really hard to get around them. But you notice that they do not have any real evasion for this. There's The only flying creature they've got is the Selfless Spirit, and most lists are not running that. So that is something to keep in mind if that is a way that you want to try to go around it. Um, Again, lots of one ofs for the sideboard. It's kind of has that ability to become a toolbox by having access to white. You know, get stuff like uh, selfless spirit, even mind center, the burden forge tender there. Um, you know, kitchen fangs, green or white works out well. Eidolon can't play more than one spell a turn. Fracturing gust again, green or white there works out pretty well. Kataki, we you always see that Malira, at least a one of kind of thing. Um, scavenging ooze is nice. Again, this list is running the Essence Warden because of that aspect. Hey, gaining life's pretty sweet. Maybe if I'm playing against like a burn strategy or something like that, just want an extra way to kind of keep myself in it as well as having that Burton Forge tender kind of thing. You know, different things like that you can do. Um, you have to be careful if they are running white because they do have access to this card. And if you're relying on Anger of the Gods, Anger does not work. Because you can sack him, prevent all damage a red source of your choice would deal this turn. Alright, I'm going to prevent Anger of the Gods. Sorry. You do not get to deal 3 damage to all of my creatures and exile them. Um, this is a sweet card that is sitting in a lot of sideboards of Elves players. Because it costs 4 for a 4-4 changeling. That means it is every creature type. So hey, 
this shapeshifter here is actually a 4-4 elf. So he gets buffed up by the Archdruid Champion and Azuri there. You could also pay 4 and he gets plus X plus X where X is its power. So if you've got all of your other champions out, he gets pretty big pretty quickly there. So um, just a nice other version of it. Like lands here, we've got some forests. There's seven in there, four Cavern of Souls. If you're going more budget, don't run the Cavern of Souls. It's an expensive card. Works well against control, stuff like that. But if you don't have a lot running around your meta, don't worry about it. Um, Horizon Canopy, hey, getting access to the white like we talked about. You know, Razor Verge Stick It. You only run 19 lands for this version. Sit there, play it, untap pretty easily. Next host trying to next. Sometimes you'll see two in the list. It kind of depends on where you want to go for this. This list is running one. Taps for a color list. Pay two. Choose a color. Going to choose green. And you add green to your mana pool equal to your devotion. And last but not least, Pendlehaven. Sweet one. Usually you'll see it in infect, but does work out really well in this. Just kind of help out creatures if you're going to go. Um, and not have an arc druid, not have a champion out at that point in time. So there's our kind of rundown of this version of the elves, kind of the green-white version. And now we have our green-black one to talk about. I know it's kind of a longer video. And here's the main reason you run, want to run black. Shaman of the Pack, cost 3, we talked about during the combo version. But again, cost 3 for a 3-2. And it's battlefield, target opponent loses life equal to the number of elves you control. Yes, yes, I'm going to have all the elves, you're going to die from this, easy. And if not, hey, I've gone wide, I've done this little game for a little bit, now you've gotten up quite a bit of creatures, I kind of can't get in there yet, I don't have my Azuri, oh, good thing I can find my Shaman of the Pack to kill you with. So that's just another aspect to go. Um, again, you see the, the creature based list looks pretty similar here, Nettle Sentinel, Land of War Elves, Heritage Druid, the Mystic, Visionary, sorry, other way around. Visionary, Mystic, you know, Arc Druids in here, the Elites in here. So, again, does have that sort of ability to buff up your team if you need to, ability to make tokens. The, you'll see the playset of the Elite in this because of the Shaman of the Pack. And you notice there's a full playset in this list here. You can do some tweakings too as your meta is shaped up. Maybe run three and three for Azuri and Shaman of the Pack. Kind of whatever you, you feel like your meta needs and will help you out. Um, does have access to the core. Does have access to Collective Company. Does have access to a card that saw a lot in original elf list. Not as much nowadays, but does sit in there and it does fit in nicely. Um, lead Stampede costs three for a sorcerer. Looks at the top five cards of your library. You can reveal any number of creature cards from among them and put them in your hand, the rest in the bottom. When you're running 34 creatures, looking at the top five cards, you're gonna find a couple creatures. So, and generate quite a bit of mana pretty easily, you're able to play them as well. So, does have access to that. Land base, as you'd expect, forest, blooming marshes in there, cavern of souls, our guilt leaf palace here, um, and his battlefield, feel an elf, cool. If you don't, comes in tap. You should have an elf in your hand, pretty simple. This list, though, because it is running all the elites, is trying out a Westvale Abbey instead of Pendlehaven, just as a kind of ability to go that pure style if need be. Um, I think it's pretty sweet. I like that little surprise factor that synergy works well if you're able to generate a lot of creatures pretty easily. Maybe they're going to play a Wrath Effect or something like that. Maybe they're going to play Anger of the Gods. Well, I'll tap five mana. 
from all my elves that I've got and sack them all, boom, now I have a 9-7. Your anger doesn't matter. So does have that kind of fun thing. You have to be a little bit careful, though, if you're going to go Westvale Abbey style because... Um, wait, actually, does it... I don't remember now. Is it indestructible? It is indestructible. Never mind. I was going to say, uh, you have to be careful about man lands in modern because of Fatal Push. But no, it does have indestructible. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I like that idea. Um, but again, the way to battle this deck, if it is the Shaman of the Pack version, um, keep them off their L's. This is fine to go if you're running red or something like that with the bolts, you know, just start picking things off uh, one by one so they don't have a large number of elves to just drain you out. And that is something that you have to be aware of that once they start getting out of control, even if they just have a bunch of mana dorks, you're like, well, they can't really do anything with me. I'm really taking over this game right now. I've all, the advantage meter is clearly on my side. And then they go, all right, Shaman of the Pack, boom, drain you for five. All right, tap all the elves that I've got to, to play Court of Calling, get another Shaman of the Pack. Boom, drain you for for five uh, for six, you know, however you, you do it, kind of thing. So it's you could easily uh, lose, you know, one two turns off of a, a shaman of the pack um, because of how many elves that they can generate there. So it's something to have to keep in mind for these elves list. Um, again, we talked a lot about the different um, one ofs that are available for for the list stuff that we've seen kind of across a lot of them. Um, this really kind of goes in line with meta calls what's going to matter in the graveyard dredge would be one of them do you need that well you have access to, to black why not just you know singleton in there just in case another court of calling is in there um this is a sweet card that i think is a nice addition um heroic intervention one of our new again aether revolt cards and um kaladesh cards making a splash in modern but permanence you control gain hexproof on our indestructible until the end of the turn sweet cannot be going for that single target stuff again the singleton malira um lead the stampede having an extra one you know extra core extra lead stampede are nice to help you find those targets you need now this is a really fun one stay in the mine you can convoke this so pretty sweet but you name a non-land card search target players Graveyard, hand, and library for any number of cards with that name in exile. Then they shuffle his or her library. So it is a sorcery speed, though, so you do have to keep that in mind. But it's not that hard to tap four creatures and one black and just exile somebody, you know, a particular card. Uh, works out very well against combo strategies where normally elf-based de elf decks don't have much interaction with your opponent. They don't have any Inquisitions, Thought Seizes, things like that to do disruption strategies. So if you're playing a combo-based deck, you're going to do pretty well against Elves um, as long as you can stay alive long enough. They basically say, you know what, I'm going to ignore what sort of stuff you're going to do, and I'm just going to overrun you with the amount of Elves that I make. So if you like that aspect of it, of just playing a lot of creatures and overrunning the board, if you will, this is the strategy to, to play. Um so, you know, a lot of people have been requesting the Elves decks and wanted to highlight at least a couple of them because there's kind of few different ways that you can build it. But I really like the Shaman of the Pack version. That would be the one that I would play. Um, you know, I like this kind of creature base. Say I'll go wide and I can just kind of play this Shaman of the Pack to finish things off. Combo deck is fun. I know some people are, are ramping in Emrakul right now at our shop. 
using that uh, version of it, but, you know, to each their own, find the version that you like the best, and, you know, be prepared to have some wrath effects in your board if you're running into a couple of elf decks at your shop, or ways to kind of deal with it. That's why you got to be careful um, once they start getting out of the gate, because they can go really quickly uh, and just, you're, you're stuck against that Azuri and just end up dying. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this edition of Modern Meta Breakdown, talking about the elves running all over people. Um, there are so many different decks to talk about. Again, we saw the suggestions players uh, were given to us at the beginning of the episode. There will be lots and lots more episodes of Modern Meta Breakdown, lots of different decks to talk about. Uh, but if you guys enjoy this stuff, please hit the follow button, hit the subscribes here. Show your support that way. Let me know that you guys enjoy it. Keep suggesting different decks that you want to see, and we'll keep highlighting them at the front of the show and keep talking about them. Um, if you guys have not checked out yet, go over, check out Modern Magic Mondays. It is the weekly coverage that I do every Monday um, over on Twitch, and the VODs go up on YouTube for your viewing pleasure. Um, you know, Very exciting stuff that we got set up over there. And then, of course, I've started doing on Mondays um, other gaming stuff on YouTube. We did Minecraft, we've done Hearthstone, we're going to talk Heroes of the Storm, we did a little bit, uh, we're going to talk StarCraft 2, just kind of get back into that other gaming aspect of it besides Magic the Gathering. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here tonight. Hope you guys are having a great Thursday, or whatever day of the week it is that you're watching this, and I'll see you guys next game.